0: name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. If you've been with me for the past few weeks, you know this is a series on hope, and this is the third installment on hope, and today we'll endeavor to get at something we, the people of God, hold deep in our heart, and we will come at hope in a little different way. And with something as lofty as hope, it helps for us to begin with the unthinkable. We begin with Israel, the nation formed by God and its capital city of David, Jerusalem. Jerusalem would be torn apart three times by invaders before the birth of Christ, Three times the people of Jerusalem would be scattered to the winds by war and forced relocation. Family and friends alike separated and driven far from home. And it's fairly impossible to imagine what that must have felt like to them, to lose everything. And then something wonderful Happened. The prophets of old began to dream the deeds of God. They heard the promises of God anew and began to tell the people. These prophets we know from Scripture, their famous names, Daniel, Ezekiel, Nehemiah, Ezra, and Esther, all calling the people of Israel back again and again to the blessed place of their birth. Now, for the ancient Israelites, that was enough. What they had prayed for and hoped in while living in a faraway land would finally happen. Jerusalem would be rebuilt and they would once again see their city whole. The people rejoiced that the nation and Jerusalem, the city of David, would be whole, that God would be among them again And all who had longed for so many years would finally be regathered into the comfort of her gates. Blessed hope lived in the hearts of the people of Israel. In the Old Testament, we see God tilling the hearts of the people and accomplishing mighty acts for those who believed in the one true God of the universe, And the people were glad. They were full of life. They thrived in their love of God. And it remained so for some time. Now, flash forward about 500 years to when Jesus was born. Israel was in trouble. Broken again by the yoke of oppression, a placed on her by invaders, the people ruled by a despot, and that the hope of the ages was waning in the kingdom. Now the gospel description of Herod makes him out to be a small-minded, mean, and wicked king. And no doubt he was such. Even in the middle of the gospel, this description of a terrible person in a kingdom forged by God, but now in the control of Herod, there came into being a light that shone in the darkness. God, yet again, had done the unthinkable, God had not forgotten them, God had come to live with the people. Born of Mary and the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus Christ came to live as the light of the world. Now this is an important image for us. It indicates that even in 2018, we humans feel like God is not quite done with us. Now to be sure, the prophet Micah foretold the coming of the Savior. Everyone knew this, but now God had made it happen. St. Matthew recorded Micah's words right in the gospel for us. Micah foresaw that a Savior would come and set all things right, someone to restore the hope lost in Israel. A hope lost in us. We know from the scriptures, from historians, and from the writings of the people who lived in Jesus' time, that life was not always easy. Life is a gift of God, and yet it is not always easy. Jesus came to be our light, to offer us everlasting life with the Father, absolution of our transgressions, give us purpose for our lives. And to me, this is all mixed up in just one word, and that is hope. The hope in Jesus as true and foundational Through our baptism, we have been born into a hope that never fails and is different from all other hopes found outside of Jesus Christ. Our hope is not of the type that wishes that a business deal would go forward or that our grades would be better than we actually studied for. The birth of Jesus in that manger is what set our hope apart from all others, that God became flesh and dwelt among us. The hope that rises when our lives crumble. No matter what our achievements and successes, heartbreak will find us. And yet in Christ Jesus, we have a life that is abundant, unvarnished, real, and everlasting. In Christ Jesus, we have claimed to God, working in our own hearts, lifting us up from everything that endeavors to make us low. This is the power and the message of hope manifest in our Lord. Finally, we have hope that when we fail, ourselves, our souls, and bodies must meet that moment that comes to each and every person, Jesus will be waiting for us as our guide to the Father. Our lives will, at that moment, be changed to everlasting. And we will be complete. This is the hope that is found in Jesus, And not just for the people of Israel. The Christmas story and epiphany is for everyone. Jesus came with a hope so luminous that it provided light for the three wise men to find Bethlehem. Imagine that. Kings of the Orient came to pay homage to our Lord Jesus Christ. The hope of the nations. This day, we celebrate the gift of Jesus as his light began to spread from one end of the earth to the other. With our baptism, we are part of that light. A light that breaks through the darkness of our days, ever lifting us up, no matter what we face. The light of the nations is the hope of the world. This is our Lord, and this is whom we have hope.